When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. That's right, folks. Canine Corral for all your dog daycare and overnight care. Call 631-549-1544. That's Can you do pretty much the same thing that, that the Hogan did? Kind of explain what got you into the business and who helped you to get started in this. But I, I, I'm interested to know myself, you know, how in the hell you get to look like that? You jack, bro. Man, this is coming from somebody who's twice my size. Man, I'm trying to get like you, brother, man. You see those arms right there? Well, all you got to yeah. do is get fat, bald-headed, black, and ugly. You look just like me. Well, I'm halfway there. Yeah. yeah. Number one wrestling podcast, yeah. When it comes to podcasts, they are the crew. The crew. Yeah, dig it. 
Yeah, Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, it's Monday morning right now. And uh, the WrestleMania festivities, festivities uh, are over. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Now, you're going to get my opinion on a couple of things. And I don't have the full story on a lot of things because I didn't watch WrestleMania. Because I refuse to uh, waste four hours uh, or two days or a hundred days or whatever it felt like. Um, there's only a couple of things that I cared about. And uh, those are the things that I got the highlights on. And those are the things that I'm going to speak about. Um... I don't have the full scoop, like I said, so I'm going to tell you what I know and how I feel about that. Now, let's start with uh, the Hall of Fame. Let's start with the Hall of Fame. I thought that The Undertaker, we'll start with that one right there. thought that The Undertaker's uh, Hall of Fame speech was, uh, was unbelievable, man. Very, um, he's a very... Um, he's a very down-to-earth, kind of modest kind of guy, you know what I mean? Uh, I like him a lot more now, man, you know? I always loved the Undertaker character, but the guy behind the character is, uh, really seems like a great guy. And, um, you know, uh, everything that he said was, was very, uh, very touching, you know what I mean? It was, uh... It was bittersweet because, um, you know, of course, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He has for a long time. And uh, the ending was great with him putting the stuff back on and him saying, you never know or whatever, um, or never say never or whatever he said. But um, the only problem that I have with that is that, you know, it's like he put his stuff in the middle of the ring a couple of WrestleManias ago, and then he came back and did WrestleMania again. And, uh, and then he put it back on and said, you never know. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, would have been more, uh, would have meant more if it was like, you know, one of the other type of deal. Um, so anyway, love that. Loved the, uh, the Hall of Fame. Um, I only saw some of the, uh, the Hall of Fame, um, nominees, um, and little bits and pieces of it, because I only watch what I feel like watching, you know what I mean, I only watch what interests me, um, I'm sure you guys saw the rest of it, you don't need my opinion, but I'm gonna give you my opinion on the things that I, uh, that I did see, um, I saw parts of the Shad, uh, Shad Gaspar Warrior Award, and, um, uh, I saw that, uh, that his son was out there, and his, uh, his wife, um, and, uh, for some reason, I didn't catch the part with, uh, with JTG, um, is that right, JTG? JTG, yeah, that's it, right? Anyway, um, I don't know, why do I feel like I'm saying that wrong? Anyway, and I should know, because I know him from down at OBW, I've actually wrestled him. But, um, good guy, always liked him, JTG, right? Yeah, always liked him, but, um, I guess I didn't see the full clips, because I'm going by, uh, you know, basically things that were 
put on social media and some of the things I didn't see or some of the things I saw pictures of and not videos and some of the things I saw bits of the videos. Some videos don't play for some reason on my Facebook. Um, so there's a lot of things that that's one thing that I want to check out the full video of. And I'm afraid that it's going to get me emotional um, because I knew Shad personally. And uh, it's a very sad story, you know what I mean, of uh, why he has that, that Warrior Award. And he's very well deserving of that Warrior Award. And uh, so I look forward to watching the whole uh, ceremony for him. Um, again, you know, bittersweet, man. It's like, uh, you know, I'm sure that he's looking down and he's real happy that he's in the Hall of Fame. You know, that's everybody's desire. But uh, for him to be in the Hall of Fame with the circumstances the way that they are, I'm sure that uh, he'd rather it be a little bit different. Um, I'd like to see JTG come back to WWE because he is a hell of a guy and a hell of a worker and uh, he's still out there busting his ass and uh, he's been out there for a long time. He was down there. Um, I was down at OVW in 2005 to 2007 and uh, he didn't even have a contract at the time when I was down there. Um, he later on got signed um, same thing with Beast. He was down there without a contract at first. And, uh, they both kind of came together and did this, uh, crime time thing. And it worked and, uh, brought them up, man. Got them both signed, brought them up. And, uh, good for them. But I'd like to see, um, you know, now that JTG kind of pop, popped up on the scene, it'd be nice to have him kind of out there and, uh, representing his partner, you know what I mean? Um, every time people see him perform, it'll be like, uh, you know, like a tribute to Shad. Um, so I'd like to see him back, even if it's just, you know, for a little while. Um, I think it, uh, I think he deserves it. And, uh, I think it'll be great for the fans. So, uh, you never know. You never know. WWE does things like that. Um... Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, uh, Vader, never been a Vader fan, um, but definitely deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame, more so for what he did uh, outside of WWE, um, didn't exactly have the greatest run in WWE, had some problems over there, getting along with some people, um, but uh, nonetheless, he was in the wrestling game for a very long time, everywhere, and it did have some uh, high-profile matches around the world, so of course, he belongs in there a lot more than a lot of other people, and I'm going to get to that in just a minute, um, let's see, who else was in the Hall of Fame, I didn't see, there was a, they didn't air a lot, I didn't see anything about Sid, man. I don't even know, uh, did they, did they still induct him or what, man? There was no mention of him that I saw. So, um, again, the whole thing wasn't aired, um, on, you know, social media. It was aired after SmackDown and I didn't watch the whole thing. Actually, the whole thing probably wasn't even aired because it would have been hours and hours and hours. Um, 
would have been another four-hour uh, ceremony like uh, like WrestleMania itself. But um, I'm sure eventually I will catch it. It'll be up on YouTube, and then you know next week I'll I'll elaborate a little bit more on uh, on WrestleMania because there is a lot to cover. And a lot of it I have not seen. So I'm not going to cover things that I haven't seen, obviously, because that would just be ridiculous. Sorry, I'm drinking my my coffee and my vanilla uh, unsweetened almond milk and a scoop of chocolate protein. Good stuff. Um, Charmel. Sorry, man, a lot of people are going to give me shit for this. Doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Just like Nikki Bella. Just like uh, Brie Bella. What have you, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say what have you done, you know what I mean? But uh, it's supposed to be like a Hall of Fame for legends, you know, and there's people that are just kind of dropped in there. And, um, and it's very obvious that people that are just dropped in there are the wives or girlfriends of certain people with a certain, uh, caliber of, uh, of pull. And, uh, that doesn't look good. Um, Charmel did a great job as Queen Charmel. Booker did a great job as King Booker. And, um, but is it Hall of Fame worthy? No. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if, uh, you know, people look at it like the way that I do, where it's like, you know, hey, if you got enough pull, you can get your boys into the Hall of Fame or you can get your girl into the Hall of Fame. Um, Harlem Heat was a great team. They did a lot of things. Um, but again, you know, Stevie Ray was never even in the WWE. You know what I mean? Um and I think that if it's the WWE Hall of Fame, then maybe it should only be people that were in the WWE, but that's my opinion. Because then there are people that were in the WWE that are in the Hall of Fame that don't belong in the Hall of Fame whatsoever that's never done nothing. It's kind of like Andrew Anderson doing absolutely nothing in the wrestling business, but yet people are still booking him and he's still out there. I don't know, man. That's like an unsolved mystery, man. That's like the biggest, uh, the biggest secret of wrestling that I've ever, ever, ever heard. Yeah. But, uh, you know, some people are good manipulators and make people believe that you're something when you're nothing. Just got to throw in a little dig once in a while, man. That's what I do. And if anyone's got a problem with it, come see me, man. No problem there. You know what I mean? I'm uh, I'm available to talk at any time. Yeah, just be careful of the madness. Now, who else is in the Hall of Fame? Who else, man? I don't even know. Maybe we'll get back to that when I remember. And uh, if I ain't mentioned, it might not be worth remembering. So we're going to move on. We're going to move on. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Night one. Yeah, night one. What do I remember uh, hearing about? What am I going to talk about? Well, first thing I'm going to talk about. Um, let's talk about Cody. Let's talk about Cody making his way back to WWE, which... Um, to be quite honest with you, surprised me, man. I thought it was all a bunch of talk. I thought it was all a bunch of rumors that were being started to kind of uh, throw things off a little bit. Um, 
I especially thought that it was not true because it was out there so much that people were talking about it. And if it was really supposed to be a surprise, I figure that it would be a surprise. You know, if, uh, you know, wrestling fans have a way of finding things out. There's, uh, you know, dirt sheets and reporters and this and that, whatever. Um, but if something is meant to stay quiet, they could keep it quiet. You know, nobody knew anything about Triple H's uh, condition that he that he was, uh, you know, not doing well and uh, that he came real close to not making it. Nobody knew about that because they were keeping it quiet. You know what I mean? So it's it's true that you can keep things from uh, from getting out there. But, um, you know, I think they were purposely trying to build up is he coming is he not coming whatever so I was very very surprised when he did show up I was very surprised that he uh came back to WWE um I have mixed feelings about him coming back but only he can uh understand what he was thinking and uh and make it make sense to him um I I got the, the uh I got a better idea of where his head was at as far as coming back after uh, WrestleMania and that press conference that he did. And I could totally understand him wanting to come back and, uh, you know, win the big one. And, um, you know, for his career, for himself, everybody wants that big one. And, uh, you know, the only thing that I don't understand... And I do understand why he left, uh, you know, that it seemed like he was never going to get the big one where, you know, what's, what they were doing with him was pretty much, you know, garbage with that uh, Stardust thing and everything. And every other idea that they had with him wasn't working either, man. They just kind of like, they didn't let him do what he wanted to do. So he left and he did what he wanted to do. And he, you know, he, he built, he helped build um, AEW, which was great for the business, you know, um, just in a, you know, in a whole, it was just a, a great thing that happened for the business. And, you know, you can, uh, you could tip your hat to Cody for having something to do with that for sure. So, um, you know, that, that right there, man, that's, that was great. Um, but it doesn't make sense that he started, you know, he helped start AEW, um, basically as a, you know, partially as a jab to WWE, you know, with, uh, with all the jabs that he took at Triple H with the, uh, the throne and the, uh, uh, you know, I believe there was other things that, uh, he wore something on his tights that said something like game, game changer, game over, game, you know, something. And, um, to find out that Triple H was actually his favorite wrestler, um, that really surprised me that, uh, you know, it was his favorite wrestler, but yet he was really like, you know, throwing digs at him. And if it was like, you know, if that was all for, you know, his gimmick and it was all, you know, for, um, for getting over, then, hey man, cool. Then it's like, you know. You do promos and you cut promos on people who are your favorite because it's part of your character. It's part of your gimmick. It's part of what you're doing to get yourself over. So honestly, it worked. So uh, maybe we were all just fooled that, um, you know, he was just doing what he needed to do. And he's a very smart guy and uh, very well spoken, by the way. Um, 
And again, I like Cody, knew him personally. I think I've actually, uh, I think I've actually uh, had a couple matches with him at OVW, some tag matches or something. Him and Sean Spears were a tag team, very successful down at OVW. Um, I'm just a little, uh, little confused at, uh, I guess he must have, you know, had a good conversation with Vince and agreed to a lot of things because I don't think he would have came back without, you know, becoming, uh, letting him be himself and, and, uh, hoping to become. See, they agree with me, man. All right. Hold it down. I'm doing the thing. Doing the thing. There ain't no editing here, man. I'm live. Well, that's not true. But, you know, the fact I was really, really, really surprised that Cody wanted to come back because of the way that he left. But, you know, after hearing that press conference and the meeting that he had with Vince and, you know, uh, with Triple H and everything else, um, it does make a lot more sense to me. And, you know, I can't blame him. And I'm kind of proud of him for, uh, you know, he left. He said, I'm going to make a, you know, I'm going to become a bigger star somewhere else. And then, uh, and then he came back and, uh, I guess the only, uh, I could actually put more heat on WWE for kind of like, it's almost like a slap in their face or, um, not a slap in their face, but like, you know, um, basically what I'm trying to say is that, you know, they did nothing with them. They, they, you know, basically tried to embarrass them with these bad gimmicks and stuff like that. And he set them out and he went and made himself a big star. And then all of a sudden WWE is like, oh, wait, you know, uh, now we want you back now that you're, you know, now that you're able to make us money. And I know business is business and they're both going to make a ton of money. And that's what business is. Um, and Cody is very, very, very smart because, um, I'm not sure exactly how old he is, but he's very young. I mean, he was a kid down at, uh, OVW. Um, so, and that was, you know, that was 2005 to 2007 and, uh, and he's still a young man now. And, uh, he's smart though. He said he wants to, he wants to get out. He's not guaranteeing it because, you know, it's hard to get out once you're in. It's like, you know, you get bit by that wrestling bug. I'm an idiot and still want to do another match, even though I could hardly move today. But um, that's what happens. Um, but he's smart by saying he wants to be out by the time he's 40 before he starts to uh, feel the effects. And uh, I'm sure he already is. But, um, you know, the top, top guys in wrestling, even the guys that love it, that did very well, will tell you, you get in and you get out. You know what I mean? It's a rough business. You make as much money as you can. And, um, because who wants to stay on the road and, uh, live that, that lifestyle and beat your body up any longer than you have to? I know that it's, uh, you know, a passion thing and that, you know, it's hard to quit that drug of being out in front of a crowd, but you gotta be smart. Um, and a lot of guys weren't smart and they, stayed too long and their bodies um are definitely paying the toll and then uh you know other things start to 
play a factor where now their bodies are so beat up, so they start taking a lot of stuff, and then they die early, and blah, 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 and uh, it's not a good situation, so Cody is very smart when it comes to, you know, the uh, the ins and outs, you know, if he if he gets out at 40, cool, man, if he stays to 50, I'm sure he can do it, look at his brother, you know what I mean, his brother's in great shape, man, um, and still going, and a lot of the guys, man, you know, uh, you know, um, Billy Gunn is close to 60 and he looks unbelievable. Um, Jericho in his fifties, um, these guys seem to be reversing, uh, time. And a lot of it is because of DDP, to be honest with you, man. I mean, there's other factors, you know, um, when you got that kind of money and your career depends on it, you know, you're able to get the stem cells and the, you know, the growth hormone uh, replacement, you know, the, uh, you know, for uh, anti-aging and injuries and stuff like that. So you get the best doctors and everything. And so that you could continue your career. It's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if he wants out when he's 40 to enjoy his family and, uh, you know, enjoy his life off the road and everything else, man, then, you know, smart, do what you got to do, man. If you could do it, do it, you know, because it's hard to get out. Once you get in, it's hard to get out. And I'm speaking from experience, too. That, uh, you know, I try to pull myself out of it many, many times and, uh, and one of the first times, actually one of the first times was, uh, was even way before I went to OVW. And then, uh, and then when I left OVW, I said, that's it. And then I came to Vegas and wrestling found me and I did that. And then I said, that's it. And I moved to LA and wrestling found me. I don't look for it, man. It actually does. It comes in and, you know, creeps up on me and finds me and uh, pulls me back in. But, uh. It's been a few years now, so I think I'm all right, except for the fact that I see these guys that are older than I am and definitely uh, have had more injuries than me, and they're still going. You know, Edge is another one. Um, the names go on and on, and uh, that uh, is a great segue into uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin being uh, 49, is he? And... Uh, Looks better than ever, man. I don't know why he didn't take his shirt off, because, uh, you know, he's like, he's leaner and, and big, you know. Looked great. I didn't see the match. Um, I heard about some of the bumps that he took, and I saw the pictures, and I saw a couple clips here and there. Um, that is one that I'll watch. Um, I saw the ovation. I saw the, uh, the pop that he got, and uh, when that glass shattered, man, it was 1998 all over again. And, um, one thing to be said about that, man, is, uh, you know, I'm not a big WWE fan anymore. I used to be, uh, diehard, man, you know, whether I was a fan or I was, um, you know, as a wrestler, that was the, that was the place where you wanted to be, man. That was the, uh, that was, that was the, uh. That was the highest that you could that you could go, you know, especially in the Attitude Era, man. Everybody wanted to be a wrestler, and uh, and I was a wrestler at that time, just starting out. But um, you know, it's almost uh, it's almost sad that uh, 
the things that people are talking about the most about WrestleMania, um, number one, you know, Cody, he's a guy that came back from the past. Um, not necessarily back, you know, in the way that um, when you think about the biggest ovations of the night and the biggest deals and the biggest, uh, you know, besides Cody, what people are talking about, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out of retirement, um, which is, you know, but it's very, uh, you know, you got to bring a guy in that was, uh, you know, whose last match was 19 years ago and, uh, and has declined many, many times to come back. He had to have been paid a lot of money, and he had to have wanted to do it. And, um, you know, and that's his, that's his, you know, uh, he waited until he was, um, until he was ready to do it. Me personally, everybody knows, not a big fan of Kevin Owens. I would have much rather seen Stone Cold, uh, you know, have a match with somebody else. I feel like, uh, in my opinion, you know, I know Stone Cold likes Kevin Owens, uh, otherwise he wouldn't have done it, he gave him his finish, you know, he's cool with him, everything's cool with him, and, you know, um, he probably wanted to do it with him, me personally, I feel like, uh, what a waste to come out of retirement to wrestle that guy, and uh, to see a guy face-to-face where you got a guy that was a big mega star 20 years ago and uh and he's face to face with a guy who's supposed to be a mega superstar now and the guy who's like 20 years older than this guy is in better shape and is more over than this guy will ever be and uh it, there's just something about Kevin Owens that irks me. Get some wrestling gear, man. I mean, come on. Get yourself in a little bit better shape. Get rid of the farmer's tan. Give a shit about the way that you look. I don't care if people think he could work or he can't work or he could do. I don't think he's good on the mic. I don't think he's good at anything. And that's my opinion. And if you don't like it too bad, but... Wouldn't mind seeing Stone Cold kicking the shit out of him and make him believe that it was real. Um, I just feel like, uh, you know, if Stone Cold was going to come back, um, here's my, you know, here's my uh, playing Booker, you know what I mean? The Rock's eventually going to come back and have a match, you know, probably with uh, with Roman Reigns at some point, you know, they've been talking about that, and that's great, man, I would definitely want to tune in to see that, because I think The Rock is a hell of a, you know, an entertainer, um, but just imagine, if you're gonna do it, man, if you're gonna have Stone Cold come out of retirement, why not have him wrestle the guy that was his last match 20 years ago, and have them both come back and have a rematch 20 years later and really blow the roof off the place. Who wouldn't want to see that? WrestleMania would sell out the way that it used to sell out. And uh, they're talking about that this was the biggest WrestleMania, the biggest, uh, you know, biggest attendance and the biggest um, money-making WrestleMania. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but they say that every single year. And there's no way that... Uh, that this WrestleMania was, you know, the biggest one. There's no way. I mean, there's a lot more people 
complaining about um, the other matches on the card, which I won't even mention because I don't know. I won't even watch them. They're not. They're not interesting to me. Um, the Stone Cold thing, night one, definitely gonna check that out. Stone Cold um, night two, coming out doing the whole thing with Vince. Unbelievable that Vince was uh, in better shape than half of his roster at uh, 76 years old. Um, can't take a stunner worth of shit. Never could. I was there at Madison Square Garden when he took the first stunner ever, and that was horrible. <laughs> You'd think after uh, after all these years, he'd, uh, you know, practice that a little bit. But uh, anyway, he got the point across, and the crowd went nuts. And uh, the match itself... Um, with uh, McAfee and uh, whatever his name is there. I didn't watch it, might watch it, just because I heard it was really good. I don't really understand the hype around this McAfee guy. I don't know who he is. I just learned that Rip Rogers uh, trained him at some point um, back years ago. Um, didn't know he was a wrestler, thought he was a commentator. But again, I don't watch, you know, if I watched every week, I might know what I'm talking about, but it doesn't matter because I'm not going to do that. Have no interest in doing that. Um, but I still do have a passion for wrestling, obviously, and I do this podcast and I do my own podcast on Thursdays, the Modcast, check it out on YouTube, shameless plug. And I'll probably be talking a lot more about WrestleMania on Thursday um, because I'll probably learn a lot more. Because Dennis will, uh, Dennis is my, uh, my social media guy, my, uh, info guy, my website guy, and, uh, pretty much a partner in, uh, the match thing that I do. And, uh, he fills me out on details and sends me clips of things that, uh, that he knows that I'll have an interest in and doesn't bother to send me things that I really don't care about. So it's cool like that. Um, but I will have to check out what the big deal was about this uh, Pat McAfee or whatever his name is. Because all I ever saw of him was an annoying, obnoxious commentator dancing up on the table when his favorite wrestler came out. And that just was, uh, I guess, you know, Vince liked it. Vince thought it was entertaining. But then again, Vince thinks a lot of things are entertaining. And, uh, you know, but he did have a good idea by bringing Stone Cold in and him going out there and doing the whole beer thing. And, you know, uh, I didn't see Vince's match. Um, I don't really know the whole story with that. I know Pat McAfee had a match. I saw some of the clips. He's very athletic. I was impressed with some of what he did. Um, some of it, you know, his moves were impressive, but some of it looked very uh, choreographed and, you know, waiting on spots and... Um, kind of looking like a deer in the headlights and stuff like that. So I don't know how long he's been working, but I do know that if Rip trained him, that he's got some credibility. And uh, I will have to go and watch that whole segment because uh, from what I understand, it was a match with Pat McAfee and he wanted a match with uh, this other dude. And then, uh, and then Pat McAfee challenged Vince and Vince comes out and I don't know. I got to check that whole thing out, man. But that is one thing I'll check out. So that's one thing. Um, both of the Stone Cold segments, obviously, I want to check out. Um, I might check out the match with uh, Johnny Knoxville 
only for entertainment, uh, just to see how goofy it really was. Um, you know, from what I understand, from the things that I saw, number one, Sami Zayn is another one that I can't stand. Looks like a homeless person, and uh, whether it could work or can't work, I have no interest in looking at a guy that looks like, uh, you know, a guy that I could hire to mow the lawn. Um, I, just, I don't see any room in professional wrestling or entertainment whatsoever for uh, anybody like that. Unless they're in Hollywood and they're uh, they're an extra, you know, trying to make it in a profession that uh, they're no good at. But, um, and yeah, he's a great wrestler. He's been around the world and, uh, you know, wore a mask and called him uh, generic and, you know, generic or whatever, which just goes to tell you that he's so generic that, uh, you know, they had to put a mask on him and, uh, and name him generic because he's so damn boring to look at. Um... Never was a big fan of his, but, uh, you know, again, that's my opinion. I like what I like, and what I like is superstars, and those guys, to me, aren't superstars. Stone Cold, superstar, you know what I mean? Um, there's a lot of guys I can name that are superstars. There's a lot of guys that I can name that are Hall of Famers, and there's a lot of guys that I can name that don't belong in either category. Yep, that's right. I said it, and I mean it. And it is what it is. But, um... I did like the show Jackass. I watched it a lot, but I think, you know, like a lot of wrestlers, man, sometimes it's time to kind of pack it up. And, uh, you know, I saw some of the clips and it just looked really, uh, I mean, everybody knows that wrestling is entertainment, but there are certain things that you do that just make a complete mockery of it and things like that, like Wee Man, you know, picking up uh, Sami Zayn and slamming him, which he had a pretty good slam, you know. Slams better than some of you guys on the indies and uh and some of you guys in WWE. But um to me it just looked like uh from what I saw, it just looked like uh, a ridiculous uh episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse or something, you know what I mean? Um But for comedy purposes, I'll check it out. Um I don't know if it definitely uh it definitely shouldn't have been a WrestleMania thing. You know what I mean? I could have seen that on a Raw. I could have seen that on, uh, you know, some, some, you know, one of the, uh, the internet shows or something, you know, some goofy thing. Um, never saw, never did watch the, uh, Jackass Forever. So, you know, I just kind of felt like that would have been, uh, I don't know if it was good or not, but I kind of felt like, uh, you know, again, they're, they're kind of like, it's almost like coming out of retirement and trying to do something that, uh, you know, you used to do, holding on to something that uh, you should have let go of after, uh, you know, after the last Jackass movie, because it started to, you know, I guess maybe the older they got or the less creative they got, you know, the less entertaining it got in my eyes, so, um, but that's something that I'll check out just for, uh, just for shits and giggles, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's a couple things that I didn't see, which I'm gonna see. Um, I do want to check out the Edge and AJ Styles match. That's definitely something that, uh, I'm sure was a good one. Um, how could you go wrong with those guys, really? Um, so I can't speak about it until I'm, uh, until I'm able to check it out. Uh... What else? Uh, I'm trying to think. 
there's no other, uh, you know, I know the other matches. There was, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Almas, Almas, and Bobby Lashley. Uh, it's like, uh, I don't know, Bobby Lashley was up here, and then uh, he got injured, came back sooner than he should have, um, you know, because he didn't want to stay out. He was a top mega star, and now it feels like he's down here, and that doesn't even seem like a WrestleMania match. Um, and from what I understand, it was nothing to, you know, I didn't hear much about it, so that means there was nothing to, you know, nothing to write home about. Um, the other matches, the tag matches, this, that, um, I know the Miz teamed with, uh, some other guy that's irrelevant in my world, don't care, um, so like I said, man, some of these things, you know, I might be skipping through, um, but that's only because I'm only speaking about what I want to speak about, because it's my damn show, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah, that's, uh, that's the perks you get when you're a big time, yeah, but, uh, trying to think of what else, what else do I want to discuss about WrestleMania, the things that I know about it, um, I know somebody got injured, tore a quad, that was a tag match, uh, not really sure, nothing about that, don't care, um, Ronda Rousey and uh, Charlotte heard a little bit about that. Ric Flair putting it over like it was the greatest match in the world. Um, but he says that about every match that his daughter has, and uh, people think that Ric Flair is uh, that's a that's a real uh, real unpopular decision. That uh, everybody's like you know Ric Flair is like the uh, the goat, the greatest wrestler of all time, and everything. Um, Hey, you know, this has nothing to do with WrestleMania. This is just my opinion. Never been a Ric Flair fan. Never been entertained by him. Never uh, never thought his matches were even good. And that's just, uh, you know, that's coming from a fan's um, perspective. And uh, it's also coming from being a wrestler. See, I can make opinions like that because I was a wrestler. And uh, when people that are fans make a reference about who's wrestling is good and who's, and you know, they should have done this and that. And, uh, you know, they're playing Booker or they're playing uh producer or, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're talking like they know about what good wrestling is. And they're, you know, um, that's something I've been seeing on social media and people, uh, you know, saying, uh, predicting what they think happened and this happened and that happened and oh they should have done they should have done this and whatever you know I mean I understand it's opinions and I got my opinions and some of it is as a fan some of it is you know a uh a wrestler because I'm still a wrestler I'm just not in the ring you understand I'll always be a wrestler obviously or else I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now um but uh it's not even the opinions of people. It's like people speaking as if they know things. Um, and there's things that people could only know if they've been in the wrestling business. And these people are not. So uh, it's one of my pet peeves when it comes to uh, wrestling, wrestling fans. Don't speak as if you are uh, a wrestler. Don't use wrestling lingo. Don't use wrestlers' real names. 
and uh and just don't make believe that uh that you're a wrestler just because you carry around a replica belt on your shoulder doesn't mean that you've done anything in the business so be a fan and don't speak like you're uh you know what I mean? I don't go into an office and speak like I'm an executive. No, I don't. Because I don't know, and neither do you. Yeah, how do you like that? Don't like it, don't care. Yeah, it's my opinion. And uh, my opinion matters because I can see it on both ends. You know what I'm saying? I've been a fan, and I've been a wrestler, and I've been everything in between. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now I'm an impersonator, so I can do everything. And, by the way... Just to throw in another shameless plug, I also do stand-up comedy, and uh, we'll be doing stand-up comedy tomorrow night in Las Vegas at Wise Guys in full gimmick for the very first time. I've done comedy before. I did it last week. Did a different gimmick. Wasn't Macho Man, and uh, people were saying Macho Man anyway because they seem to think that I look like him regardless of whether I'm in gimmick or not which is kind of odd to me because I don't see it, but other people seem to see something that I don't see, and that's cool with me because uh, that just means that I'm going to make some money doing what I do. <laughs> now, that was a caffeine-fueled uh, rant right there, but uh, I'm trying to think of what else happened. Uh, what else happened? What else happened to WrestleMania? Might have to continue this on Thursday on my podcast when I remember. Maybe I should have wrote down a couple notes. But then again, you guys should be sending me in questions and asking me. And then that would remind me. And then I could give you my opinion. Maybe you guys don't want my opinion. Maybe you guys don't want to send in questions. I've been saying it, but nobody listens to me. Yeah, I'm only the most important man in the world. I'm just standing here with the belt. Huh? Remember that? Um, uh, man, I'm really drawing a blank here, man. I don't really know what else, uh, what else happened in WrestleMania, man. That's worth, uh, I really don't know. I am really at a, at a, you know, at a loss here. I mean, maybe that's the only stuff that I remember. Maybe there's a reason for that. Um, aha, let's talk about this. Night two started off, um, with Triple H, and I do want to watch that for sure, because I'm a, I was a big Triple H fan, uh, I am a Triple H fan, um, there's things that I heard about him as a, you know, as a person, you know, uh, but that's, you know, the business is very, uh, very cutthroat, and uh, I think he just learned how to how to do business. Um, you know, along with the rest of the guys in the clique, they were all successful. They all made a lot of money, and uh, unfortunately, in the wrestling business, you can't be a nice guy in the wrestling business. You can't be there to make friends. You can't be there to, uh, you know, um, you got to be there and uh, kind of be selfish, man. So you know, whatever that doesn't matter, but. Um, you know, Triple H had to retire. Everybody knows um, because of uh, heart issues, and we're very fortunate to uh, still have have him with us because um, a lot of people have not been that that fortunate. And um, he's smart enough to get out 
it must not be easy for him to uh, to get out of the business because he really does uh, live and breathe the wrestling business. He's still very much involved. He's, uh, you know, back to work as an executive and, uh, you know, he'll probably, uh, hopefully be running NXT again and they could go back to uh, 1.0 because from what I understand, that 2.0 is the absolute shits. And uh, not that I know what 1.0 was like because, uh, but I did hear that it was, it was a lot more over than Raw at times. So, uh, um, but it's, it's, uh, again, bittersweet, you know, you're not going to see him in the ring anymore. He was pretty much winding down and he probably would have liked to have done something in WrestleMania other than, uh, retire, but it's kind of, uh, kind of nice that he did kind of get his WrestleMania moment and retire at WrestleMania and leave his boots in the ring, <clears throat> in the ring and, uh, you know, say his goodbyes, and from my, from what I understand, he had his uh, his daughters with him, which is something that, uh, you know, kind of brought his own, you know, his real life um, into the mix, and you know, walked in as a as a wrestler, um, retired, and walked out as a, a dad and a and a husband, and uh, and hopefully he'll have many 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 years of happiness and health with his family and uh, and hopefully um I do think that he'll do some some fixing up of WWE hopefully um some of the decisions that he has made in the past um I don't exactly agree with but then again you know I can't argue with whatever whatever he decided and whatever uh you know he knows better than I do but um you know in my opinion he was hiring a lot of a lot of these indie darlings, and I guess that's what needed to be done at the time. But uh, you know, he was real big on uh, he was real big on Kevin Owens, and he was real big on Sami Zayn. So I have to imagine that he was having some mental health issues at that time. <laughs> but um, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, man, there we go. There's a there's a name. Um, I do want to watch that match with Cody because, um, I did hear that it was a very good match. Cody's a very good wrestler. Seth is a very good wrestler. They go way, way back. Um, and, uh, definitely, uh, I have not watched Seth Rollins. I understand that his new gimmick is quite different from what he was originally doing. And, uh, I'd like to actually check that out. Haven't seen it. Didn't really care too much about it, but, um. If I go watch that match, I will watch that match, and I think that I will like that match. Um, and uh, the Roman Reigns and uh, Brock Lesnar, how could I forget? Um, I know the ending. I know that, uh, that Roman Reigns is the undisputed unified champion, which is I'm glad that they unified those two belts. Hopefully they'll be done with that whole like brand split and you know the uh, the draft and all that stuff because I never liked that idea. Um, didn't make any sense when you would do that and then a week later a SmackDown guy would be on Raw anyway. Uh, so I do want to check out that match. From what I understand, a lot of people were disappointed in the match and they were you know of course everybody's an expert once again and saying oh you know. Uh, uh, you know, Brock got hurt and they called an audible and they, you know, everybody's, uh, you know, 
speculating that. I don't even know if it's true. I didn't watch the match, and if I did watch the match, I don't know if uh, if I would I would probably know by watching, but I have a trained eye, and these guys are all, you know, out there, oh, yeah, no, no, it wasn't supposed to end like that, and, uh, you know, oh, they hurried up, and they rushed it, and it was because this guy, you know, he was hurt, and this was that, it's like, man, listen, guys, you don't know what it's like, because I'm sure there's been plenty of times that people have worked through an injury, and you didn't even know it, because you don't know, man. You're not in the business. I don't mind if you're a fan and a big fan and a mark or whatever you want to call it. But uh, if you ain't been in the business, don't act like you've been in the business. Don't use wrestling lingo. And really, man, God, don't use wrestlers' real names, man. Don't talk about congratulations, Mark, in your Hall of Fame. No, his name is Undertaker. You don't know him personally. I don't use wrestlers' real names. Even the ones that I know personally, I don't call them by their real names. I still call I still call Santino Boris because that's how I know him, man, from down in OVW. I don't talk to people, and uh, I feel it's disrespectful, man, and... It's like back in the day, man, wrestlers' real names weren't, uh, you know, you never even knew wrestlers' real names. And uh, now everybody's, man, everybody's all calling people by their real names and, you know, just somebody calling uh, Roman Reigns Joe. You know, I didn't even know who the hell they were talking about at first. Don't call him Joe, man. It's like if you met, he's not Joe. When you watch him in the ring, okay? You're watching him as that character. You're watching him perform, okay? His name is Roman Reigns. Why are you referring to him as Joe? It's not Joe that's in the ring. It's like you watching your favorite show, right? And, uh, or your favorite movie. And, uh, and the character's name is like, let's say James Bond, right? You're not going to talk about James Bond. You know, you're going to say, James Bond was awesome, you know, whatever. James Bond, uh, you know, was a badass, whatever. You're not going to say, uh, you know, whoever is playing James Bond, you're not going to call him by the real name and say, oh, you know, so-and-so, uh, you know, oh, in this part of the movie, uh, so-and-so, you know, shot this person. No, James Bond shot that person, okay? So, you know, the... Nobody's saying, okay, Stone Cold, Stone Cold came out, Stone Cold Steve Austin. If I hear one person say Steve Williams, I'm going to smack him right in the mouth. Yeah, that's right. Like that. Give him a Will Smith right in the mouth. Yeah, you knew I had to say it, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. Well, that's about going to wrap it up for me for now. And when I remember more things and I've watched a couple things... Um, we are going to be discussing a lot of it on Thursday, um, including whatever happens on Raw tonight, um, because it's Monday morning here in Las Vegas, and, uh, so that has not yet happened, but the Raw after WrestleMania is usually something to talk about, so I will get, uh, details and highlights and whatever, whatever on that, ain't gonna watch it. Because I'm sure there's going to be more of what I don't want to see than things that I do want to see. But I will, uh, that's the beauty of the internet. That's the beauty of uh, fast forwarding through things that you don't want to watch. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't watch disasters, man. I don't watch the news and I don't listen to the media and I don't watch wrestling unless it's something that uh, that I feel I need to know about. And uh, there's a lot of things I don't need to know about. There's a lot of things that upset me. They legitimately will get me in a bad mood when I hear about certain things. Wrestling is a very, very, very big passion of mine. Believe it or not, I could hate it and still have a passion for it. But there's things that uh, that are, when things are so nostalgic that it actually like makes me sad that it's no longer like that. I actually feel sad. And, uh, and it's hard for me to watch when something is over, you know, something is gone and in the past and then they kind of like revisit it. Sometimes I get a little sad when I watch some of my, uh, you know, my old stuff, man, my old DVD stuff, my old, you know, stuff on YouTube that's from the 90s and from the 80s, man. It's like, I love it, and I'm entertained by it, but, you know, I get the same way when I watch an old show that I used to really love. You know, uh, it's very hard for me to watch, like, season finales and things like that, man. It's almost like, uh, it's like a breakup, you know what I mean? It, it, it affects me emotionally, and, um... You know, wrestling is a very big passion of mine. So when things that I love, they're gone and replaced by things that I don't love about it, you know, it bothers me. But that's just my passion for it, man. You know, uh, say what you want. I, you know, I knock wrestling a lot. I knock WWE. It's my opinion. But you got to understand that I got a right to that opinion because I've lived it, man. I've been a part of wrestling. I was a fan my whole, you know, my whole life, man. Started out as a fan at 10, you know, 10 or 11. Started wrestling 10 years later, you know, wrestled for 15 years. And even, you know, now that I'm, I don't even know how long it's been that I was uh, officially done wrestling, but I'm still very much involved. You know what I mean? I'm doing this. You know, the impersonator thing, I deal with the same people. Unfortunately, I deal with promoters, and uh, you know how that could be. So, um, I got every right to have my passion still uh, burning. But, uh, whatever I didn't touch on, it's because I didn't care. And, uh, whatever I forgot that I do care about, and, uh, and whatever does happen on Monday Night Raw will be uh, discussed on Thursday night on the Motchcast on YouTube. Check your local listings, and uh, I'll see you on Thursday. And uh, right about now, Motch is out. Have a good Monday, yeah.